What was that? <laughs> it's all right, people. I was going to say something. And, and then you froze. No, and then I was looking at your face because you were like intently waiting for me to <laughs> say something else. And I was like, what's his face going to do? <laughs> and then I just didn't say I didn't know what more. you were going to say. It just went to, okay, people. And it's breathe. okay, people. <laughs> okay, well. So we're in Chiang Mai. Hi guys, welcome to the Beanstalk Podcast, where we talk about everything travel. Sharing first-hand travel advice and getting to the bottom of real-life experiences in the hopes to inspire you to get out there yourself. Doing another mic test. <laughs> Just joking. Is it two inches away, or do you want four? This is two inches. Maybe three. Okay, we're good. Two, okay. No mic test, no, no more. No mic test. Yeah, we have about ten of them. We're back, y'all. It's Christmas Eve. For where us. we're at. Maybe it's, if you're in the States, it's the day before Christmas Eve. Or you might be getting close to Christmas Eve, so technically. <laughs> Time zones are interesting. Especially when... Especially... Especially when you're trying to Skype with your fam during Christmas time. But we are in Christmas Eve. We're in it. We're in it. We're in it so We're deep hard. In. Ew. <laughs> okay, but yeah. So we are experiencing a rather rainy Christmas Eve day in Hoi An, Vietnam. Yeah. It didn't start off wet, but it's definitely raining now, and it's completely gray out. Very, very gray. Very moody, just like Whitney. Ew. <laughs> Ass. So what are we talking about on this week's past cast, Carl? So, I think where we left off last time was going from Kolanta. With our crazy minivan adventure early in the morning to the airport in Krabi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And flying to Chiang Mai. Yeah. So this is us touching down in Chiang Mai and our first experience in this northern Thai city. Mm Mm-hmm. Slash big expat community area for Thailand. Yeah. And uh, when we were leaving the airport, I know that uh, this was our first experience with not like the tuk-tuks like we had seen before in most of southern Thailand, but the song taos, which are a larger version of tuk-tuks. And they're like almost like a pickup truck that are converted to these like taxis where they have a um, shell on the back and you can fit maybe a good like eight to ten people in there. Uh, Maybe not so much with the big packs on your back, but no, you can set them in the floor. They kind of have either side is like a long bench seat, so you can do four to five people on each side. Yeah. And so those were pretty cool. They were easy to catch because they're everywhere. So. And they're red, so yeah. they stand out. They do. But this was also the city that we were hoping to meet up with your friend, Nick. Yep. And his girlfriend, Miriam, at yep. the time. Yeah. Yeah, Nick was... Or still is an old good friend uh, from my He's hometown. So old. So old. He's like 85. Yeah. No, just He's a sweet old man. 
No, but he's uh, he was my old neighbor from back in my hometown in Northern California and one of my good friends. And we'd gone to school together as well as being neighbors, but spent a lot of time together. So. And how long had he lived in Chiang Mai at this point? Do you remember? Um, I want to say a couple years. Yeah. He's definitely been felted out and claimed a spot of his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was actually in the mode of moving, though. Oh, that's true. So yeah. I remember him and his girlfriend, uh, wherever they were at before, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they were literally in the process of moving into this new uh, house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty busy at the moment. With, they uh, were. Trying to relocate. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think we had met up with them initially, like the first day, maybe. But no. we had uh, gotten to our hostel. It wasn't necessarily like a hostel hostel, was it? Because I don't remember the dorm rooms because we had our own private room. So did Martin and Megan. But I think they had... I don't think we were there all that much because we were doing a lot around town. But uh, I do remember the first walk into that room was just like you walked into a bar with a bunch of like stale cigarette smell. And musky is Very musky. It was not the funnest Yeah, it didn't smell the best. No, it did not. Uh, But I do recall that we were... I mean, we liked just kind of wandering around Chiang Mai for the first little bit. And it was fun because, you know, it was a new city and a little bit different than, you know, the southern cities that we had seen. Why? Why was it different? I don't know. It's like hard to to say. To me, it felt like it had... Because it was that expat kind of community or expat feel it kind of gave off like a little bit of a hippie vibe because i feel like most expats are like hippies (laughs) who just don't like the states and like don't want to go back it depends where you go too i think for like chiang mai expats a lot of them you know they get into the it's not even like typical thai clothing but it's because you don't see the locals wearing it but it's all the expats that wear the flowy colorful pants and yeah it's like the you know like the locals don't wear it though hippie yeah it's like hippie yoga yeah cheap clothing gear (laughs) you should start a clothing brand that's called hippie yoga cheap clothing gear yeah yeah i think it'll do really well it's easy to say (laughs) okay um, but no, yeah, it just kind of had that kind of like chill, like, oh, there's a yoga studio. Oh, there's a massage thing. Oh, there's, you know, a little cafe with Bob Marley on the wall. You know, it's just like kind of hippie-ish, but it, it was cool. I really dug the vibes and it just seemed like a chill city. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice though. It's chill. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> up. So I do recall we did check out some temples in town that were pretty nice. There are a ton, too. So many. Yeah, the old town. Like every street. Which is where you would stay in and or around or nearby mm-hmm. if you were visiting Chiang Mai. Yeah. Uh, which is basically a square, and it's surrounded mm-hmm. by a moat. But within it uh, is, yeah, just peppered with temples. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah, and so we went to a couple of them, and then 
One thing that you kind of have to remember when you're traveling and you're a woman is that you cannot enter these temples if you're wearing a tank top or any short shorts of any sort. Yeah, like so thigh high shorts. Yeah, so basically anything that you're wearing, you have to suit up to go into a temple. Well, it's same with guys, too. Like, you can't wear a tank top. That's true. At least, I mean, you probably could, but you're supposed to be respectable and yeah. cover up. Yeah, so uh, they do offer at some of the temples like a shawl to put on or um, like a little sarong kind of to wrap around you. And But uh, some temples, we noticed that they don't even let women in. Yeah, there was so a couple was... where it said women aren't allowed. Yeah. So Literally. Kinda... Mm, well, interesting. Very interesting. Um, Different strokes. Yeah, so... I guess that's just the way it is. There was a really cool market that we went to, like a late night market, that we, when we did meet up with uh, Nick and Miriam. Yeah, he had mentioned about taking us to one of the nice night markets and mm -hmm. showing us around a bit. Yeah, and that was, it's just crazy the amount of stuff that they sell in these markets when... They've got a big area. There's just, you could probably find anything that you're looking for. If you needed a souvenir or something, it'd be the place to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you need little fish to suckle on your toes, that's they have that there. And oh, we that, did yeah. that. And I hated it. I loved it, but I think I was the only person that enjoyed it. I think you were, because holy shit, my feet are so ticklish. And I didn't even realize how ticklish they were. Until I put them in a tank of water and had little tiny fish sucking on them. And I'm sure it was good for my feet to, like, get all that dead skin off and freshen them up a bit. But, oh my god, like, I was sweating uncontrollably the entire time. And I couldn't stop, like, screaming and fidgeting and... I was never, like, screaming, but, like, whinging. So, yeah... That was not the most fun for me. Nick wasn't enjoying it either. No, Nick didn't like it either. I think <laughs> it was also the tickle factor. Yeah, he I was think. like almost smushing fish between yeah. his feet. Like he kept going back and forth with like pushing his feet together and like trying to get them off. But it seemed like I it was, don't know why he, he might have killed in. a couple. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny though. Um, there were uh, quite a few funny kind of moments when we were heading down this one stretch of the night market. Excuse me, I'm going to get the old lady out of my throat. <clears throat> so that just kind of like Kowsan uh, Road in Bangkok where it's the oh ping pong show or oh you want to, you know, lap dance or whatever. There are these little strip clubs that are kind of uh, just peppered along the little markets. And one of them, I remember... Are they strip clubs? Yeah, I think so. I thought they so. were like drag queen shows. Well, there were those too, but then... I don't then... remember strip clubs. Oh, yeah, there were. Really? Or was this in Bangkok? No, because Martin and Megan were with us. It... They were also with us in Bangkok. Oh. God, am I mixing up Bangkok and Chiang Mai? Shit. Probably. Damn it! Yeah, I don't remember strip clubs at the night market, but there were definitely drag queen shows where people... You know, the drag queens right. were dressed up in super fancy garb yeah. with, like, big, 
like a that's, big headdress sort of thing. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of because I remember. And they were trying to rope people in yeah. um, with their crazy elaborate outfits and okay. super yeah it was wild that was cool though yeah no just looking at them dressed up with just like holy shit like wow how much... that how long did it take to get all that shit together seriously yeah no that's that's right you're you're totally right i was confusing uh the pat pong night markets in bangkok with the oh. night markets in chiang mai yeah but yeah, so this was yeah, you're right. The, this was drag queen drag queen central. central, and it was awesome. There were so many just like done up to to the yeah, T to the teeth to the T. What is to the to the T? Done the fuck up. Is that what? It's, no, done the fuck up. No, it should be an acronym. You should start that. D D T F U. Um, no, that's too close bad. to DTF. Oh yeah, or like F U. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not good. No, okay, we're not. We're gonna play with that. Do something different. Let's both take sips of coffee at the same time. So anyway, where Wit was going, none of that was relevant because there was no strip clubs. <laughs> Shut the but fuck. we're gonna go ahead and talk about dinner. No, I wanted to talk oh. about. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Rasta baby. Was that, that also was Bangkok? In Bangkok. Damn we it. also talked oh, yeah, about we already this before. That, shit. Okay, that was we... actually the cover photo, I thought. <laughs> it was. Good lord. Oh my god. Sorry, my second Stay cup of Chiang coffee. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> okay. My second cup of coffee hasn't kicked in yet. You're time traveling all over the place. That's all right. Well, I'm like, okay. This is a trip from how many years ago? And then we've got, we've already been to Bangkok and Chiang Mai again on this trip. So I'm trying to even keep it in the same year. It's all right, people. What was that? <laughs> it's all right, people. I was going to say something. And, and then you froze. No, and then I was looking at your face because you were like intently waiting for me to see. Say something else, and I was like, "What's his face gonna do?" <laughs> and I just didn't say. I didn't know what more. you were gonna say. It just went to, "Okay, people," and it's okay, people. <laughs> okay, well, so we're in Chiang Mai. Are we? Are yes. you in Chiang Mai? Yes, I'm in, in Chiang Mai. You should join me. Well, I'm not in Chiang Mai physically, but I'm there mentally. Trust me. Okay. Uh, but we did go to a dinner, which was really good. Yeah, it was a Holy place crap. at uh, Nick and Miriam. Did we mention her name yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, had suggested mm -hmm. that had Lebanese food. Yeah. And we were pretty up for it as Thai food from meal to meal to meal. You're like, oh, I could switch it up for a meal. True. You know, kind of get some variety going in there. Mm hmm Do you remember what we got? I remember there was hummus, there was there falafel, were, there was like a sausage. And it all had like different breads and different sauces yeah, to there make, was, like to just kind of pick to, at. Yep. So there were a like... A lot of it was, yeah, like kind of finger food. Yeah. Um, like they brought Almost out, like a big platter. They had brought out several little platters and everyone yeah. kind of like passed it around and kind of made up their own plate. Yeah, it's all very set up for sharing and... yeah. Uh, just kind of like, all right, dig in. Yeah. Um, Do you remember, so I think though. we got hookah after that too, didn't we? 
we did. I shisha. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, hookah is the actual like thing. Contraption. Contraption. I think the shisha is what you smoke. Yeah, I think you're right. So it's pretty cool. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. Because you can pick a flavor, and then they load it in the top of it. I want to say it was right next door to that, too. It was the same place, but they just had like a little, uh, you know, section where you could just do the shisha. Yeah. But we've seen in several places where it's like you can get your meal and then have shisha right after, like on the table. Like you don't even have to switch tables, just stay in your seat and they'll bring that out after? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of like went off to this little side area and we just wanted to do like some of the shisha and I can't remember what flavors we picked. It might've been like, you can do like fruit peach or like vanilla or, you know, like certain stuff like that. And I think it was like peach or something like that. I remember it being a fruit. Um, but you just kind of sit there and pass the little mouthpiece around and feel like the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. I can't talk as cool as he can. Ooh. Oh, that was a glorious attempt. <laughs> well, oh. He does have that kind of like high pitch, like, that was better. I know, right? See, you just should have let me get to where I was going. I didn't you think interrupted you my words. And a Anyways, um, so I thought you were gonna go somewhere. Uh, well, yeah, I was kind of thinking. Uh, yeah, we smoked a little bit of that, and I can't do it very well because my lungs, I think, are pretty small. So I'm only used to like a cigarette inhale and not like a in a big long tube with a little cauldron at the bottom, like collecting a whole chamber of smoke. I don't know if you enjoy doing it, but I kind of don't. Because it just, like, makes me tired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... This is good. I'm sleepy. I know. No, uh, I don't know. I did at the time, but it's definitely not anything I'm into anymore. This was also years ago, and as we probably mentioned before, we did smoke for the most part of this trip. Yeah, that's Uh, true. Cigarettes, but... Mm -hmm. And... Fun fact, I guess. Uh, Cigarettes over here. A lot of people smoke cigarettes uh, because they are so damn cheap. And we just saw in the little shop where we had gotten uh, our little snacks for our rain-in Here in Vietnam. Yeah, in Vietnam. It was less than a dollar for most packs, or just about a dollar for a pack of 20 cigarettes. Yeah, some spots that were less than 50 cents, or some yeah. uh, brands. They were probably the shit brands, but still, like, holy crap, yeah. they make smoking affordable over here. Yeah. Or I guess it's I was all relative and depending on, you know, how it is for the locals. I'm not sure how right. expensive that is for them, but for a tourist, you can smoke it up if you want. But back to Chiang Mai. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we had just kind of... Wandered around the night market a bit, you know, looked at stuff for sale. We'd done the fish thing, got some dinner, uh, smoked it up. And then we got a couple beers because you can just wander around with a beer. That's true. It's actually, it's so strange. I mean, it's so common there and people don't even think about it. But when you buy a beer in the Seven Eleven, 
you know, you pay the person behind the counter, and then they'll open the beer for you inside the store still. It's weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Where you don't even have to, you know, it's not like, oh, you have to leave that the store, and mm -hmm. then you can open it outside. They'll actually open it for you inside. Yeah, it's like, here, we open this for you, but you have to go over here in this little gated-off area, and that's the only place that you can drink. Yeah. Once you leave that, you know, you're fucked. But no, it's like, you can just... Here's your beer. They usually Go offer on. to open it for you. They'll give yeah, you your change, do. and then mm -hmm. they say open. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just very not Western custom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, yeah, we had wandered around and, you know, gotten a couple of drinks here and there, and we did stop at one bar. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. I can't remember But either. also in the night market. Mm hmm And they had a guy singing with a with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And he was doing, like, American song covers. And this is a pretty common thing that we were told for Thailand, uh, that when you do see live music or um, any kind of, like, karaoke, mostly it's, like, I think live music, they do covers. Or even, like, music in stores that have it, like, recorded already, like, pre-recorded and over the speakers, they do covers of a lot of Western music. Yeah. And they don't know all the lyrics. Yeah, it's hilarious. So it's pretty good. I love it, actually. But a lot of them, they sound really good. They, it's it's almost amazing. almost like you're listening to the regular song until you hear a lyric that you're like, wait a minute. That's not what they That's say. That's not the word. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's literally, it's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, it can be really funny. Yeah, and we so, were like, "Wow, this guy can play guitar really well. Yeah. It sounds and great." And then really you, good. they hit a note and or a lyric, and you're like, yeah. "What did he say?" Like this guy was singing "Sweet That's not right. Sweet Home Alabama." Yeah, by Leonard Skinner, and he was singing "Sweet Home Alabama." It was Alabama. <laughs> it was awesome. The favored yeah. American state of Alabama. Yeah, if you've ever been to Alabama. Yeah. You know this song well. It was hilarious. And then at first I was like, did he just say Alabama? And as it's part of the yeah. chorus, yeah. you know, it's repeated. Yeah. And I was like, yep, it's definitely Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. But he was good. No, no he, uh, it was just really funny. It's like they are super talented musicians and vocalists. But, yeah, it's just you just it, listen intently because you'll enjoy it. So there were plenty of options of excursions and stuff to do whilst in Chiang Mai. With, um, you know, it being the four of us, Martin and Megan and us, and we wanted to get out and fill our days. And one of the things that we decided to do was zip lining. Yeah. Which uh, Carl and I have done in... It was Costa Rica before was the first zip lining experience we had done. Like 2009? I think so, yeah. Or 2008. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we, I think we took a, was it a song tower or did we load into somebody's truck? No, it was a, it was a minivan. A minivan, It was part of right. the, uh, like, package, you know, it's like, they'll that's take right. you up there. It wasn't like, yeah, you can do zip lining, just pay for the ride up there. Mm -hmm. It was all inclusive. That's right. And the... Tour company we went with, or the zip lining company we went with, was something Dragon Flight. Oh fuck, I don't remember. Oh, that sounds right. Actually. I'm pretty sure it was because I remember seeing uh, T-shirts of it and photos of the little logo last time we were in Chiang Mai. Yeah, but they were really good, and I remember Nick was saying that they're one of the better ones. 
And well, I think too because oddly enough, there is another kid from my hometown. He also went to the same elementary school as us. Okay. He was in Nick's grade. Yeah. But his older sister was my age, and she was in my grade. Okay. Anyway, he also lived in Chiang Mai, and he was. That was what he was working, doing, was setting up zip lines in the oh, jungles. cool. With that so, company or just... In uh, I think with many companies. Oh, cool. Since Nick had been friends with him and also in the same grade back home in California. Mm-hmm. And they were both also in and around Chiang Mai. So they uh, kept in touch. They kept and, in touch oh, and cool. hung out from time to time. And so obviously Nick kind of got the scoop on, you know, which was the best zipline company wow, that's cool yeah so i think that's how we got the okay. recommendation to go with this particular tour group or mm, company yeah yeah it's nice to know people yeah so that worked in our our benefit because yeah. it was a really good company yeah that we awesome. went with and was every, fun. everybody was so nice and they're really professional and the ziplines were awesome the ziplines were awesome yeah. it lasted for a good while you yeah know? it wasn't like you did five and you're like all right I was... no uh-uh. yeah and yeah just you felt safe and yeah i remember it being a yeah, blast it was legit yeah, yeah super fun and there was even one that was like a little skateboard that you crossed yeah. <laughs> that you kind of like it's like you ziplined but you were also on a wooden plank that yeah. also ziplined yeah. It was kind of weird, but it was... I don't know. They kind of got pretty creative with some of, some of theirs. Yeah. Like, even at the end, you just, like, dropped straight down on a... Through, like, a fireman hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. And, like, fell on a mat. So. Yeah. yeah. And then they fun. fed you lunch, too. Yeah, they was... took a... You took a break, like, halfway through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just, like, in the jungle. Yeah. And there's a clearing, and there's a little, like, a trickle waterfall thing. Mm-hmm. And they give you... Uh, was well, like a sandwich. Was or it something. halfway through? I think that like you'd kind of not want to keep doing the zipline on a full stomach. Well, it wasn't a huge meal. It was just like a more yeah. of a snack with yeah. a drink. I guess that's true. Highly I remember recommend it. It's like Dragon Flight or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah, mm-hmm. something with a dragon. Red Dragon Flight. So know. if you are in the Chiang Mai area and you want a good ziplining crew company to go with really just for most things just look at reviews online just look at companies and people yeah. that have done it and if the reviews are good they're usually pretty well, it, reputable yeah, little birdie either that or you uh i would say just ask around too because yeah. chances are you're gonna talk to some people who have done the same thing or you know know who to go with who not to go with yeah it's like an actual real life review not something online. I do remember, though, when we were in the trees, mm-hmm. you know, ziplining, and we were on a platform uh, kind of setting up to go, that I felt this pinch on my thigh. Oh. And I, I was like, oh, and it felt almost like if you get one of your hairs kind of caught in your underwear or something, and it kind of like tugs, mm. at, you know, like it yeah, yeah. kind of like stuck and plucking it out. A sharp kind of pinch. Yeah. And that's what I thought I was, so I kind of, like, adjusted my my pants or my shorts. And then it happened again, but it hurt a lot worse. And I was like, how, and then I was like, oh, something's biting me. Ooh. And so... Because you're, like, deep in the jungle at this yeah, point. Yeah, you're in the fucking jungle, yeah, you dr- and you're like, I don't know what while. this is. Yeah. So I kind of, like, I grabbed my shorts and started turning it inside out to get to where whatever it was, and it bit me again. Hmm. And then I was just like, I don't know, you know, you don't know what it is. Yeah. And I was kind of like, shit, and then it fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. 
And I got to where it was, and all of a sudden, this big black thing with wings, like jet black, <laughs> even the wings and the whole body and everything. I just took off and flew away. But it was uh, it was big, too. It was like, you know, the size of half my pinky. Ew. And then, I, uh, so I don't know what it was. Yeah. But it definitely flew up my pants and yeah. bit me or stung me, I don't know, or both in the thigh yeah, a couple times. Did it swell up pretty bad? Um, It did. Not at first. It took a minute. But yeah. I think just the pain of being stung yeah. and it was just like on fire Yeah. for the rest of the way. But mm -hmm. I tried to ignore it and still enjoy ziplining, which I did. But it's it was pretty sensitive and it hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. And then following... Uh, the next couple of days, like it started turning purple, Ooh. and it, then it got really itchy for a while. Yeah, but yeah, it sucked. Because those uh, those Asian wasps or Asian whatever hornets, hornets uh, yeah. I had just recently gotten stung by one of those on one of the caminos that we just did in Spain. Which they've actually uh, have become a nuisance and almost yeah. Somehow they've migrated over and they've become a nuisance and they're like killing bees and all that shit. I don't know yeah, if we've bees, talked about this on... Did we cover that or not? I have no idea, but we're telling you again yeah. <laughs> because it's important. But yeah, they're, uh, they've become a, like a big threat yeah. to a lot of uh, the bees and the butterflies, yeah. which also pollinate a lot of the flowers. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people are saying it's not as pretty anymore because yeah. these things are just... yeah thriving and taking over yeah and i got it's know, actually like an epidemic there's yeah. a few articles about it. it's definitely serious yeah and i got it right in the pinky and i remember it just stinging for like two or three days it yeah. stung and then itched like almost more than it hurt afterwards yeah, it, it was crazy yeah it sucked yeah mm -hmm. well it, it all sucks yeah it all just definitely sucks stay away from hornets if you can asian hornets yeah um, but yeah, I think uh, the zip lining thing was definitely a success. Besides the hornet yeah. sting, uh, one thing to note was that on the ride up there into the jungle, it was long and windy. So if you have any sort of uh, car sickness, car sickness, yeah. or sort of like uh, move, what is that shit called? Dramamine. No, what is like the the ailment. Motion sickness? Motion sickness. If you have, like, motion sickness, definitely, like, prepare for that. Shit. Yeah. Because Megan actually... Megan does. Does, but she was prepared and brought... Mm -hmm. Is it Dramamine that I, you take for that? Yeah, Dramamine. Yeah, she she brought quite a bit of that for, mm -hmm. you know, that reason. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the other things that we decided to do was go to Doi Setep, which is a temple just outside of town. And that takes about like an hour, maybe a little bit longer in the Song Tao. I don't think it was that long, was it? I thought it was like 30 minutes. No, I think it takes a while. And maybe this it is, does. And it's kind of like a windy road up this yeah, mountain. This is another one that if you're going up to Doi Satep, definitely take your Dramamine because it is so windy. Yeah, and if you're in the... Yeah. Uh, you know, if... If you can see ahead of you, like where you're going, it mm -hmm. helps with motion sickness. Does it? But if you're in the back of a truck and you're just kind of like... I thought it was the opposite because Megan said that she, if she has it, if she faces the other way, right? Then she's... Or no, I think you're right. Yeah, because if you have motion sickness, it's usually you want to put them in the front seat so they can... Oh, okay. 
it's almost like if you see where the turns are and where they're going to be coming from, then your mind deals like helps. with it better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, this was a long, windy road up to a mountain that just overlooks Chiang Mai. Yeah. And at the very top is a really nice Buddhist temple. Yeah. So basically, you pay for the Song Tao, and uh, yeah, you say you want to go to Doi Septeb, and it's it might be a bit more expensive, but it's also going to be your ride back. Yeah. Because they know that you know if you're paying for them, then they're mm-hmm. going to have to bring you back down. Yeah. Because it's a long, yeah, windy road up, and yeah. you're going to need to get back. You can't just walk back. No. Um, On the way up, too, there are, like, some waterfalls and really pretty, like, yeah, it's scenery. Yeah, pretty drive. And, yeah, very pretty. Um, but, yeah, they also, you know, they'll park and let you out, and then you kind of have to walk up a decent length of stairs Dragging to the temple. Stairs. Yeah, and, you know, all the while they're just waiting for you, so. Mm-hmm. And this was... Yeah, so walking up to the temple itself, you're walking up this really colorful set of stairs that have, like, dragons going down the entire way. On the stairs themselves, I remember seeing two little girls that were totally done up in, like, traditional Thai uh, outfits, too. And they were just adorable, kind of running up and down the steps. I really liked them. (laughs) They were cute as can be. In the temple itself, or I guess just because it was like an open-aired temple. It wasn't really like there was, there were a couple little uh, places that were covered, but it seemed pretty open and you could just walk around. Yeah, it was kind of like a big gold mount and then it had stuff around with like covered hallways, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it was all open. Yeah, and there's a big... A huge golden stupa, like, right in the middle. Yeah. There's tons of, like, statues and... Mm -hmm. Candles and incense and a lot of very picturesque areas. Flowers. And the view over... (laughs) Why are you looking at me? I'm just... I was seeing where you were going with Uh, that. You're just like, flowers. (laughs) Views. Shut up. pretty. (laughs) I liked it. I'm just thinking about it and getting more mellow. <laughs> but uh, the view, I think, overlooking all of Chiang Mai was just super pretty. You could yeah. see for a long... What the fuck just drove by? That was loud as can be. It was a truck. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I remember that being just really, really pretty. Yeah, it was a good viewpoint. I think it was mm-hmm. one of the highest, if not the highest, uh, hillside or mountainsides in... Thailand. Around Chiang Mai. In Thailand, really? At least for us, that we had experienced. Well, that we had experienced. I don't know about the whole country. No, I know that. I'm just oh. saying at least that we had experienced. Okay. Right? Because we were in the south, not so high. Bangkok, not so high. Chiang Mai. We got high. High. Yeah. <laughs> I might be high right now. <laughs> you kidding. sound like it. I'm not. Have another coffee. I know, I need one. So then... But yeah, the, uh, at the base of like the parking lot, there's just a lot of food carts and mm-hmm. uh, street food. Street So you can definitely uh, make a day of it and have lunch up there. And That's true. Yeah. Um, although you do kind of feel bad and don't want your driver to be there for all day. <laughs> right, yeah, because you're like, he's not making too much money on us. He's just and sitting he's in the truck just sleeping. just sitting there. 
But yeah, it's it's a must do if you ever go to Chiang Mai is to go to Doi Satep. Yeah, I would say so. And uh, one of the other things that we decided to gift ourselves with once we were in Chiang Mai and hanging out with Nick was a Thai massage, a traditional Thai massage. Well, because Nick was going once a month, once a week. It was like once a week, I think. A lot. I thought he was going every few I days. I think, <laughs> or at least for a while, he yeah. was going like once a week. And then he hadn't gone for a while, and he was pretty excited to go back or something. Anyway, he had found uh, a company. What do you, what would you call that? A company. I think. Yeah. An <laughs> outfit. A location. An outfit. Yeah. We went and got in our massage outfits, which was actually true. They did put you in little outfits, which was different than most massages I've ever gotten. Normal massage, they're like, oh, how about you just, you know, strip down to your comfort level, lay on the table, I'll be in in a minute. But this was like, here's an outfit <laughs> to put on. Um, but no, it was, yeah, it was filled with women who were, they had been in the prison system. Yeah. So they had been released and they were working they with this company. Work. Yeah, they needed work. So it was like... I don't know, would you call it like a rehabilitation or? I don't know if that's actually what it was. Or I don't either, but it was just a place for them to. this was just like to, an opportunity for them to. Yeah, to work after they were released. Yeah. So, but they were really nice and professional and probably some of the strongest handed women I've ever met. Yeah. It was crazy. They started off with like washing your feet, I remember. Oh yeah. They had like bowls you would sit in a chair and they had Mm -hmm. bowls of water and they had uh like rose petals and other stuff in the water and they'd wash your feet. Essential oils and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. And then yeah, you got into those outfits and then you kinda like went into this area that was curtained off and everybody was kinda like laying in the same area. And what? what? You got to this area that was curtained off, and then you're laying, you know, in the area. You don't like my descriptive words? Oh, it, it's painting the picture very well. <laughs> you know what I was thinking of, like, as I was doing that? Because I think my brain just kind of went on autopilot and started saying words, but I had made, <laughs> I had made like a little squinch sound on this pen, and I was like, "Oh damn it! I hope it doesn't cut off what I'm saying with a little." And that's when I just was like, "In the area of the area." No, that's good. So yeah, I'm glad that I'm keeping everybody's interest. I mean, it just brought me right there good. to the area. Oh my god, so descriptive about this area. Um, no, it's <laughs> everybody's like lying down on a pillow, and I think they start you off on your back. I don't remember. Um, but this was gonna be Carl's first ever massage. First and only ever, still. Yeah, and so uh, I, you know, she starts kind of. 
rubbing either your arms or your legs. That's kind of what they It was a full body with. massage. It was full body. Yeah. And it was an hour and a half long. 90 minutes. 90 minutes. And it was 300 baht. Cheap. Yeah, Very it's uh, cheap. less than 10 bucks. Yeah, and that was including tip. Yeah. The 300. Was it? I thought it, it was like 350 with tip or something. No, I think it was uh, 250 and then 50 for the tip. Yeah, I don't remember. It was crazy. So, if you say so. <laughs> so uh, they start working on your arms or your legs, and as she's going, uh, they're using a lot of, like, they'll use their arm as, like, a way to, you know, probably not. To, like, dig in there. Yeah. So they use, like, their uh, bone from their arm to kind of, like, get into your your muscles and for me, there were parts that were like, oh, that's really, like, really deep. And sometimes it was almost painful, but you know how sometimes uh, if it is in a massage, it's kind of like a good pain? Yeah, if you're like, yeah, work it out. Mm-hmm. And so while, you know, this is all happening, I'm wondering if, uh, like, Carl's enjoying it or whatever, but I start hearing uh, him snoring. So apparently he was really enjoying it because he fell asleep several times. A couple times, yeah. yeah. And I woke myself up while snoring. <laughs> I think I was on my back. Yeah. And then I would be like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I fell asleep. Yeah. How long was I out? It was so nice. Uh, there was one moment where they got it like right into your crotchal area, mm, like your very... pelvic region. Very central. Very in the, yeah, right there. And so it was like, oh, you know, it was kind of like one of those, How, where are you going with this? Yeah, I was like, is she going to go for it? Like, <laughs> No. <laughs> but it, it felt like it, you know? Yeah. It was, was like, whoa, hey. Um, <laughs> they were all Covering in a lot of ground here. <laughs> same area. <laughs> you and your area. I know, but they was... covered your area while we were in the area getting yeah. a Areas. massage in the area. Yeah, so it was pretty, pretty nice, pretty relaxing. It was, yeah, really, really good. Some parts, I mean, as I did like, it, yeah, some parts did hurt though. Yeah, Where I was like, I don't know if I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it was because also they used um, rather than just using like. The strength of their hands, they used leverage. Yeah. And that's where it's like, holy shit, you know, like whatever method they were using, it, yeah, it definitely hurt in some parts. But for me, it felt really good. Yeah. And you liked it. Yeah, it was good. Mm -hmm. Especially when she was in your area. <laughs> uh, but that was. Definitely, we recommend that as a must-do when you're in Chiang Mai. It's, they're everywhere. everywhere. You hear Thai massage all the time. Mm -hmm. There's countless ones to choose from. Yeah. We went with the one that Nick had been going to and recommended it. Mm -hmm. He said it was really good. Yeah. Sorry we don't as have the name. Look for women, prison, Massage. Yeah, that's... Uh, Google it. <laughs> Google that and then just hit an image search and you'll, <laughs> you'll get the entrance. Get those videos. Another excursion we did, though, was... What was that? Is that the right word for it? It's Elephant Sanctuary? Yeah. 
It was actually called Jungle Elephant Sanctuary. Yeah. Um, a place where you can hang with elephants that were, these were rescued elephants, mm -hmm. which there are multiple different ones as well, but make sure you choose the right one first yeah. and foremost. Any sort of animal, animal excursions. Whether it be tigers. Yeah. Which Actually, just don't do the tiger ones because I, I don't think there is a good one. I don't think there is any they just like keep sanctuary them doped tiger. Up and yeah. And, yeah, it's depressing. I, and it's fucked up. Yeah, it's really fucked up. They just keep them so doped up on tranquilizers that mm -hmm. they're just, you know, zoned out. And people are like, oh, I want to take a picture with the tigers. And it's like, great. Like, yeah, well, they're you know, living a life that's a lie and drugged and stuck in a cage. Yeah, they're hardly conscious. Yeah. But there are, as far as elephants go... Um, the ones typically that you ride, yeah. the elephants, are the ones you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, so it's hard to say because, or if they're like performing any tasks. Yeah, you like know? tricks. Tricks or paintings or whatever the fuck, you know. Cause Even the painting one? I would think so. I don't know. I mean, they're have to training them to do something. Which it was also brought to light um, just within this last trip over to Thailand. That the one that we did, they are still like kind of performing the same kind of shit day in, day out. So it's like, what is to say which one is better? You know, who's to say what is like the best? So I don't know. But the company that we went with this time did seem like they cared for the animals. Like they did really. It care wasn't just like they were exploiting them. them and using them to gain money while yeah. they abused them. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's hard to say. I it don't know. It's really fucking Thailand. Say. They kind of do what they do. Yeah. And it's, you know, their culture, their rules, and mm -hmm. it's pretty loose with that sort of stuff. And what we're what we were told with like the the situation with the elephants in the jungle there was that the elephants are just kind of poached. I think if they're just out in the open. And just roaming around that they can just easily be killed for their ivory. So, yeah. Um, but that is something I think that they're working on and that they've banned the the exporting or importing of any ivory so into their country. So Which there's... I don't know how... I don't know. They're trying, but it's still going on. I just yeah. read that there was a record amount of ivory that was just uh, like found in Cambodia. Really? Yeah. It was like three and a half tons of ivory. It was a record. It was just recent. Was that just from Cambodia or? That's what? where the, the cargo thing was found, I think. Okay. So yeah. they're saying it was from Thailand? I want to say it was Phnom Penh. Are they saying it was from Thailand? I don't know where it was coming from or where it was yeah. going. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I, it did say, I, I just can't remember, but I want to say that they... Got it in transit from wherever uh, in Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Okay. Pretty sure it was Cambodia. I don't know about the city for sure, but... Yeah. yeah well, it, was, just... it, it was a record amount, and it was like three and a half tons of ivory. Damn. I'm just talking about Thailand specifically, though, because I remember that was... It could have been coming from there. I don't know. Well, that's very... I don't know. That's a weird thing to say when you have no idea I don't know. It was just something that from. I had read like a week ago or less, and... Okay. Well, we're talking about Thailand. 
if it were found in Thailand, I could see the relevance, but... The relevance is the ivory trade. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about Thailand banning ivory trade. So, I don't know. I Maybe it's really helping, maybe it's not. Uh, but either way, we were told that, you know, that is something that does happen to any elephant that is roaming wild uh, in northern... Thailand. So yeah, it's still an it's, issue. Uh, but these ones were um, rescued, yeah, and like put together as like a tribe, like a family. And it really did, um, it felt like that for me. Like they felt like a pack, like a family. Yeah. And one of the instances that had happened while we were there that made it so. Um, well, how many were there? There was probably a good. Those were like two babies? There were two babies, I think, and then there were probably, probably like, like ten. five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Like ten total or ten babies? I want to say there was you... like six adults and then there was like two babies. Yeah, that sounds about right. Maybe two or three babies. So, yeah, like eight total. Yeah, so close to ten. More or less. But um, it definitely felt like they were a pack. And even though they didn't all come from the same families, it's they became one like a unit. Yeah. And so uh, there was an occurrence while we were there, and while we were feeding them bananas out in this big open field. Like bananas and bamboo? I don't know. Uh, bamboo? I don't remember. Or like bamboo leaves or something? There were some leaves but and some Banana bananas. Leaves? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point. So we were feeding them these f fruits, and while it was happening... Some jackass who was in our group that went there uh, started this drone. And so he wanted to video the elephants from above. And do you think elephants in the wild know what the fuck a drone is or have heard it? You've or been around a drone, they're loud. They're loud as they fuck. They buzz really loud. They're really loud buzzing. And who knows what kind of fucked up insect that would have, like, come... or animal or predator that that would have come across as being to those elephants and so at that moment and we're all kind of amongst these elephants we're all down there with them yeah. you know they're not like chained up or no, not behind something we're we can pet them and yeah, shit and they're big and to me i have mad respect for any animal that is like fucking five to six times my size if not more and, like, I'm a small person to boot, so it's like, okay. Anyone's a small person to an elf. Yeah. And so you're feeding these, and there's commotion, and they all start moving. And you're just like, holy shit. And literally it felt like the ground was shaking as these elephants are getting freaked out by this drone. And so as it's happening, as this drone is just lifting into the air, all of these elephants, as like a pack, back themselves into one another. So they're all, all of them are facing the same direction, which is almost like a semicircle, facing outwards into the direction where that dr noise is coming from. Slash towards all of us. Yeah, and so the matriarch of the family, which was the grandmother, like the oldest one, she immediately, like, fluffs, not fluff, because they're not fluffy, but she, like, Flared. She flares out her ears, thank you. She flares out her ears, starts 
bashing her trunk onto the ground. You could feel the vibration. You, you could feel it underneath you. And, as well as like making noise. Yeah. And so they're just like smacking the ground and you're just like, what the fuck? And kind of rearing up too. Yeah. And, like and we were like, what the threatened. fuck? And so we're just telling this guy, like, stop it. Like, but I, we didn't know where he was. No, we didn't. We just we saw the drone above, yeah. and it's still flying around. We're like, who has the fucking drone? Yeah, we're like, shut it off. And I remember several other girls just like, stop it. You and know? even the, the ties that were part of the yeah. company were like, you know, we're yelling like, what at... What are you doing? Yeah, seriously. I didn't know where the guy was. Yeah, and so obviously he didn't ask if it was okay. He didn't stop once he knew that it was freaking them out. No, and you could visually see that they were upset and yeah. concerned about the noise, exactly. the elephants. Yeah. And he's still just hovering his stupid fucking yeah. drone around like, you know, while we're all I'm down there. The I'm like, I don't want to get fucking killed right? down here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think once after, you know, he got his shot, he finally kind of brought the drone down and they... They relaxed a little bit more so, but that was like, holy crap, that was... It was stupid. It was very stupid. I felt like beating his ass. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, to the positive side of it was, that was badass, being able to see what this clan of elephants was capable of, where it's like handling a situation where they felt threatened. They were a pack, like they did not budge. And they were going to take care of shit if, yeah. if it came to that. Yeah, they instantaneously all, like, grouped up in yeah. a tight little bunch. Yeah. And then was, like, ready to defend or attack, yeah. you know, whatever Anything. necessary to... It was just cool. And, like, yeah, like we were saying before, they're not all from the same family, but they felt like family yeah. at that point. They were definitely a unit. Yeah. It was cool. It was... Nature is Later, amazing. It was scary as fuck at first. So scary. Yeah. Very, very intimidating and threatening <laughs> and almost life-threatening because you felt like if you got smashed between that group, you would die, like seriously. Yeah. Um, so after that, you know, kind of commotion and excitement all kind of subsided and we all went down to this area where they had uh, like mud, mud pits kind yeah. of. And so this is where uh, they brought a few of the elephants in amongst us and we were able to give them like a, a, mud, a mud bath. bath. Yeah. And I mean, they laid down and you know, we're, we're just kind of smearing them with mud yeah. and they're just kind of rolling around kind yeah. of playing and yeah, yeah, just on their sides. You can just cover them with mud and it was so they cool. seemingly love it. <laughs> yeah. And we were, uh, I had one that I was, you know, uh, rubbing mud into and I think it was a mother of the group. And then this baby came over, and I think it was his or her mother. And she kind of, like, was checking me out and rubbed her trunk up against my uh, arm and, like, actually was, like, kind of touching my arm. And that was, like, a cool fucking moment because I was just like, what's happening? This is amazing. <laughs> I'm being, like, touched by an elephant, a little baby elephant. And while I'm giving its parent a bath. The so. skin is so tough. So tough. And even with the babies, because you see them and, like, their hairs look really mm. soft and everything, but it's... They're wiry. It, they're very tough and wiry, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah, it was, 
a unique feeling. Yeah. Martin seemed like a little elephant whisperer while He's we just were an there. animal whisperer. He is. He just loves animals. He needs to become like the next Jeff Irwin. Steve Irwin? Steve Irwin. It's like Jeff Irwin? Who the Jeff. fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know wow. why I said that. Uh, who's, who's a Jeff? There is no Jeff. No, there is a Jeff. There is not. I combined two of the animal whispers that I was accustomed to seeing when I was younger into one person. Jeff who? I don't know now. No. He wasn't as big as Steve Irwin, but he was Jeff something. Let's look him up. I know it for a fact. It was Jeff something and Steve Irwin, and they were like the two well-known animal people. He's looking at me like I'm crazy, but you guys no, know I'm what I'm talking about. No, I'm trying to think, because there was a guy that Jeff did a lot. Jeff Corwin. Jeff Corwin. Look him up. Oh, shit. Well, I can't right now, but I swear to God. I could totally be making up the last name. I was thinking of name. someone else that used to be on, like, I want to say BBC, but he had this uh, iconic tune that was the intro to his show, and it was all about nature and animals. Uh, I don't know about that. Or PBS, maybe? Fuck. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, Anywho. mud bass with elephants. Yeah, so that was, it was really cool just being able to kind of connect with these creatures on a level that you normally would never be able to if you're going to like a zoo or whatever yeah. in the States. And then after like they had all the mud on them, uh, the people led them down to... Uh, there was like a little stream trickle and it went down, kind of like cascaded down these rocks yeah. into a pool area. Yeah, mm-hmm. Where you kind of wash them off and everyone has buckets and yeah. you just like fling water everywhere and they kind of spray with water and they roll yeah. around in the big pool area. And... and this was awesome. But also like you had to be very aware of where all the elephants were and there were a lot of them. Because if they're were... rolling around, you yeah. don't want to get squished. No, and that I was like, oh my God, this is a little scary. Yeah, it was. But really cool too. Because, yeah, even if they're seemingly moving slow, if yeah. they just roll over, they, yeah, you don't want to get rolled over on top them? of them. Yeah, I know. And then if your leg gets caught or something, and yeah. you're like, oh, well, now if they're I'm flinging drowning. their trunk around or something. Yeah. And, yeah. It was cool, though. It really, was really cool. Really cool experience. Yeah. And uh, another thing I think I forgot to mention before was that at this specific place, uh, they were very uh, good about having each one of the handlers, or I guess handlers is a weird name, but they had just like, so each elephant had one person that was like their bud. Their like, bud? Yeah, pretty much. You know, like they were each in charge of that one elephant, you know. So it was cool because yeah. it was like a one-on-one -on -one and like deep connection that each person had. So, I don't know, it was cool. Yeah. But yeah, that they was like had a, a one person that just took a lot of photos with you yeah, and elephants, that's true. Um, which was cool. It was like a photographer. Yeah, and then you could go online and get the photos later. Yeah, they gave them to you free too, which was kind of surprising. Yeah, it was. But yeah, good company, I would say. If you're wanting to do the elephant thing, definitely uh, you could check out. Uh, I think it's Elephant Jungle Sanctuary. I think that's the company's yeah. name. Um, yeah, that was that was a fun day. That was a fun day. Uh, while we were in Chiang Mai, still, we were kind of just wandering around and checking out the city. And we did happen upon this, like, abandoned prison. 
It was like a rundown prison. It was huge, though, and it's in the city center, and no one was around it. Yeah, definitely abandoned and overgrown. There was uh, like a little corner watchtower thing where... I wouldn't say we broke into it, but there was like a door open and we just kind of walked up the steps and you could kind of get to the top and look inside the grounds. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it's seemingly it been neglected for years. Yeah, it was There was all just like overgrowth all inside. Yeah. Um, it seemed really creepy. Almost like something that you would see out of like a zombie movie, kind of. Yeah. Like The Walking Dead. Like yeah, that right. prison that they were in, how it was like all kind of run down. But this was like... This was old, Like though. a jungle was inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. We, like, snuck into the little watchtower kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there was um, still, like, you know, old, worn-out chairs, and um, I remember there was, the like, little a little cabinet on the wall where they would gun. have their rifles. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, like a little table. Yeah. It was all very, uh, yeah, kind of eerie and creepy, yeah. but cool and... Yeah, like everyone just left and just left everything as is. Yeah. I'm surprised I even went in there because it was like filled with spider webs and shit. I don't think you could even go on the inside. No, we didn't. I think go it was on all just, inside. you know, barred off or chained off. And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of interesting, though. Yeah. Um, there's tons of streets all around Chiang Mai that you can just kind of like wander and meander through, and you get definitely more of a sense of the city than you would just kind of walking down the main roads. So. Yeah. I highly recommend just kind of wandering. Uh, another thing that we did was we took a another song towel out to a, uh, I think it was a little far away, maybe like half hour to 40 minutes. It was a good stretch away. Yeah, a good stretch yeah. away. But it was like a, almost like a nature reserve kind of thing. It was like a lake park. slash uh, park yeah. area. And so Nick had told us about this and said it was really pretty and there's like a waterfall that you can go hike up to. There was to. supposed to be a waterfall. Supposedly there was a waterfall. Yeah, there was basically this big lake and it had a bunch of little bamboo huts mm-hmm. uh, kind of peppered around the edge of it where people yeah. would go and do picnics yeah. and mm-hmm. hang out. Uh, I think you could swim in the lake or you could like um, take a canoe or a little boat mm-hmm. out and, you know, yeah, kayak paddle or around. Like that. Yeah. Um, I guess it was, yeah, a popular spot to take, like, a, you know, day picnic or something for local families and yeah. such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't think we saw any tourists out there. No, So, no. it was cool, a little insider thing, you know, that Nick was showing us, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, supposedly that waterfall was out there, and we were trying to find it. And just it's supposed like, to be, like, a little hike yeah. that went to a waterfall, a little trail was, or something. I remember it being so goddamn humid out there. It's a jungle. Uh, yeah, it was. But I mean, and then we were doing hiking on top of it too, where I was like, "Oh right. my god, I'm sweaty." So yeah, we were. Uh, Megan actually stayed at the hostel. Yeah, she, uh, might... she wasn't feeling too well. Yeah, I was gonna say. She... So yeah, it was you, me, and then Martin, and mm-hmm. then Nick, and we were all basically on the hunt for this waterfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did come across a really cool. I think Nick spotted it. Nick did. It was a snake kind of in a tree, a really vibrant, like, green snake. Bright green. Pretty small, but... it had, like, this little... Chameleon. Mini chameleon in its mouth. No, it was uh, quite the moment, though. Like, the chances of even spotting it versus... It just caught this chameleon. I'd never even seen a chameleon in the wild. No. uh Uh-uh. I don't know if it was poisonous, but I wouldn't want to test it. No. It looked like a little viper. Yeah. 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 Good times. (laughs) It was cool. It was cool. 
Uh, we did end up getting up to this point where it almost seemed like it was a waterfall because it was this kind of rolling rock face. You could hear water yeah. rushing. And that led down. Well, you could see it, but it was like a trickle. It seemed like if there were more, if it were the season and there would have been more water, like in springtime, mm. it probably was a waterfall. But it was kind of like this slow roll of water down this uh, rock face and into a smaller pool at the very bottom, um, which Nick did end up kind of dipping into the pool. But... Come to find out that after he got back out, because I don't think anyone else got in the water. I didn't want to. But get he kind of like slid down he some of the rocks. He slid in accidentally, <laughs> but Nick was kind of laying in the trickle. But it was kind of slimy, so he kind of like slid into the pool involuntarily. Yeah. And it didn't look the cleanest. No. It kind of looked murky. I mean, it it wasn't too bad, but I w- I didn't want to get in. A little Merkel. Yeah. And uh, he came back out of the murky water and kind of had felt something on his leg. And so he, like, looked down and he had, like, these little tiny worm things. They weren't, like, leeches or anything, but they're these tiny little, like, like almost... Black. They're not microscro- microscopic, microscopic, but... They're not microscopic, but they are uh, little, like, wiggly worms that, like, attach themselves to his leg. And he was like, yeah, there's another one. And so he was they trying to... They seem like they would have... It was like a horror movie. Like, yeah. that's where they, you know, like they just got into your skin and then, like, laid eggs under your skin. I and think then, he was freaking out a little bit. To get yeah, I would have freaked out. They were creepy not, looking. Yeah, so. But that was, yeah, our experience. That was the closest the, we got. We never found the waterfall. If, and I guess he did I later on. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to say he did. Like, he went back with Miriam and, like, had to find it. Mm, okay. But um, we, we couldn't find it. But we found that in... Then it started getting dark and mm-hmm. figured we had to head back. Yeah, so once we headed back to where the song Tao dropped us off, we thought we were just going to be able to find like another one pretty easy. It wasn't so easy. No, we started getting back and it was like everyone had left. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, and... fuck, how do we get back? Yeah. So uh, I think that Nick, because he was learning Thai at the time and knew a decent amount of it, he ended up sparking up a conversation with one of the locals there. And so he luckily was able to talk the guy into uh, giving us a ride in his truck down back to Chiang Mai. Back in the city, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was pretty cool that we were able to... And lucky. Very lucky. If we would have been out there by ourselves, we'd have been fucked. I mean... We probably would have just like hand motioned, can you give us a ride and yeah, stuff, and just, hopefully we been able to walk back towards the city, hopefully had someone pick us up on the way. Yeah, who knows. Um, but this guy in his truck had probably the best mixtape that I had ever heard. And it, What was it? It was all 80s and 90s hits from the States. <laughs> But they were all Thai covers. They were. So it was like those... It was good, though. (laughs) It was really good. But I think every song that came on, we were, like, kind of bobbing our heads and singing along to it. And I think the guy was getting a kick out of Yeah, he was cracking up. Yeah, singing to it and stuff. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. But I think it was all with, like, those not-so-accurate lyrics, (laughs) too. I don't remember that. Um, I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, no, I think I... I do remember them being good. The ride back into Chiang Mai was pretty fun. Yeah. But yeah, I think that we covered everything as far as what we had done besides what Carl just pointed out, which was... Whit likes to skip around on the menu. I do. 
He jumps around. I make it interesting. We have the screen, right? Muy, muy interesting. And it has a list of everything we want to cover. And sometimes she'll skip to, like, the bottom. Yeah. And then she'll go back and hit the middle. And then, like, you know, it's definitely out of order. And I'm like, did we cover everything? Because you're just, like, randomly picking shit on the list. I make sure that we cover all the stuff. As you just did, and we missed one. No. I Well, that was the one that we missed. (laughs) Which is a really good dish. And I think we've already talked about this. Have we? Yeah. What is it? Cow soy. Oh, what is cow soy? Cow soy is a Tell really delicious uh, Thai, northern Thai curried noodle dish. Yeah, it's specific to northern Thailand. Because I feel like we've already talked about this on the podcast. So maybe that's I feel why like I skipped we did too. it. So, hey, there you go. Cow My... soy, really good. Get it. <laughs> go to Thailand. And it's one of our favorite. Yeah. Especially in Chiang Mai, they've got some good ones. All right, peeps. I think that does it for our Chiang Mai episode. Yeah, we definitely did a lot. A lot of excursions. And 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 all that. Yeah. Our next stop on the past cast is Cambodia. Yeah, flying into Siem Reap. Yep. And checking out some temples and getting ripped off. So this was, yeah. I don't remember what country number, but yeah, next country, next mm-hmm. city, next next time. Next time. We'll talk to you guys a little bit later. Thanks for listening. Thank you, thank you. All right, bye. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to our podcast. If you feel inclined, leave us a comment or review. Tell someone you know who might enjoy to have a listen. And feel free to share on your choice of social media. If you want to know more about us or see any photos of our travels, you can check out our website at trailofbeans.com. We also have a Facebook page where you can follow us on our upcoming adventures and get updates along the way, which can be found by searching at symbol The Bean Trail. If you'd like to support our travels and help ensure the continuation of this podcast, you can do so by contributing through our Patreon page. Just visit patreon.com and search for Beanstalk Travel Podcast. Each donation is greatly appreciated and gives you an inside look at a day in the life backpacking abroad. We'll be back next week. Same beans. Same pod. Cat.